Happy Friday, everyone. My name is Elle, and this is Foster Friday, a little podcast where I share with you our journey into becoming foster parents. In last week's episode, I shared with you all the reasons why my partner and I decided to become foster parents, along with some shocking statistics about foster care. This week, we're going to walk you through the process of becoming licensed to become foster parents. We'll also chat a little bit about pride classes. Before we do that, though, I'd like to introduce you all to my partner, Ashley. Ashley, say hey. Hey. Now, did you listen to our first episode of the podcast? Of course I did. You've told me to, and I'm a good listener. Excellent. That's why I keep you around. So you heard my reasonings for us wanting to become foster parents. Did you have anything that you wanted to add to that? Maybe some other reasons as to why we're going on this endeavor? Oh, you forgot the most important reason. What's that? It's because we're in our 30s, and we have a lot of child toys, and it's starting to look weird. So That's true. We do have a closet in the hallway that's got slip and slides and, like, SpongeBob Life and all kinds of really cool toys, and our garage is full of all kinds of games. And it looks a little weird when, like, the kids across the street were like, hey, can you play? Because they see all the cool stuff we have. <laughs> so I think you're right. This maybe makes us look a little more legit if we have kids in town. So I think that's that's excellent reason, actually. Um, now, the beginning steps of becoming a foster parent involved us going to the FSS, the Family Support Services. And there we did our initial interview. They ran a background check and did some fingerprint scannings and went over a financial review where they checked to make sure that we were financially capable of bringing in some children into our homes. Once that was all over and done with, then our background check came back clear or mostly clear. We were able to begin our pride classes. Now, pride classes last six weeks, and you either go one day a week for about seven hours, or you'll go two days a week for about four hours a day. Um, Pop quiz, what does pride stand for? Parent, resources, information, Development education. Excellent job, and you didn't even cheat off of me this time. I am impressed. Now, in the very first uh, session that we had of our class, our trainer told us that a majority of the people who were in our class would not make it through the full six-week program. Um, Just maybe they would get scared off or just decide that it wasn't for them or, you know, whatever their reasons may be. Did you ever doubt that we would make it through the class or would not make it through? No, the class was the easy part. And once she said only half of you will make it through, I was really determined to get to the end. Game on. It became a competition. I showed her. You sure did. It was like the (laughs) Hunger Games at that point. So we went through six weeks worth of classes. And each of the classes, they had some speakers that came to us. Um, we had some people that were there from the um, to represent the child care. We had some behavior therapists. We had some medical experts. We even had a judge come and speak to us, which was pretty cool. Um, who was your favorite speaker? Mm-hmm. I forgot about the judge until you just mentioned her. She was cute, too. <laughs> okay, two as in who else was cute <laughs> did you enjoy hearing from? <laughs> Uh, the uh, trauma speaker and the um, child care speaker. 
They were all cute. Oh, okay. So your favorite speakers were all good looking. Yes. Okay. But <laughs> that's just a coincidence. Yes, coincidence purely. <laughs> Education wise, the uh, trauma speaker and the um, foster mom and teen were my two favorites. I have to agree that um, the Trump, the behavior therapist, is yeah. who she was. She was really great. She gave us lots of insight and ideas about how to deal with trauma children, which you know, ideally, that's what you're gonna get when you are working in this environment. Um, she taught us lots of different strategies on how to kind of manipulate them into doing exactly what you want them to do. And it works, which is a good thing because she wouldn't give us her number. So yeah, she can't call her. Well, and it's not just because Ashley was a total creeper. She just (laughs) basically, it's like, you guys can't afford my services type of thing. She write about that too. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Um, Um, so anyway, we tried out some of her strategies with our niece. Our niece is a, a chronic couch jumper and not in the Tom Cruise sense either. Like a wild banshee hopping up and down on a couch, a barn animal, barn animal, if you will. Yeah. And so, you know, our, our behavior therapist, she taught us to say, you know, I know you're having a lot of fun jumping on that couch, but couches are for sitting, not jumping. And actually today I was babysitting her and she was Got up on the couch too, you know, dirty shoes all on the oh, brown don't couch. Tell me about this. Yes, true story. And I said, you know, I know you're having fun, but and she goes, couches are for sitting, not jumping. And she immediately sat down, and I'm like, yes, victory. I, I felt like a winner in that point. And then another one of the guests that you mentioned, and I actually almost forgot about them, was the foster mother and her teenage foster daughter that was really really cool that gave you all the feels all the feels yeah it was a little sad yeah we were able to do like a Q&A sesh with both the foster mom and the foster daughter and she was probably 15 16 years old and you know she kind of talked to us about some do's and don'ts um, as foster parents and things that she's experienced and she was like you know please don't do this Lots this and food. this yeah locking the food was a big deal I guess uh closet eaters but I mean if you have been deprived of food you know you're tend to hoarder it you know whenever you can yeah I got some rice krispies under the bed right now I can't even right now um in our pride classes we also had homework and one of our homework assignments is was that we had to go to three of the local daycares and whenever we would go we had a whole checklist of items of things that we were to look for or things that we were to ask and you know, the first question they would ask us is, so what's your kid's name? How old are they? And we're like, uh, I don't know. And so they're like, what? What's going on here? What's the sitch? And so we would explain, you know. Who said sitch? Nobody I made that up. Yeah, you did, because I would have walked out. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, what's your situation? And we're like, oh, we're going to become foster parents. And then I really feel like Beverly was like, oh, bless your heart, which is like code for you're crazy. But we went through the checklist and we had some different questions and things that we were looking for. You know, how often do they change diapers? Do they accept the child care voucher at face value? Would we have to pay out of pocket, et cetera? And it was actually kind of cool that we got to do that. I wish, though, and, and you said the same thing, that you wished we had gotten the child care talk towards the end. We actually had it in our first class. Mm-hmm. And at the end, when, you know, we're now at a point where we're close to actually needing daycare, it's like, oh, gosh, what did she say? Yeah, that was eight, ten weeks ago. Yeah, so it would have been nice to actually have that maybe like the last day or the week before last just so we can retain that information. Because in the beginning, it was just like 
overwhelming at first, like everything that they were trying to tell us, and I, I didn't retain much and at you all. You should have paid attention to Alexis. You only paid attention to Alexis because you thought she was good looking. I got her number. Everybody did. She passed out cards. <laughs> um, another part of the pride training is we all had to get um, first aid certified. We did CPR training, AED training, and my favorite, the EpiGen training. No, you stabbed me like you meant it. You, I did mean it. I, I did. I wanted to save your life in that instance no. with that trainer EpiPen. I'm not allergic to anything, so. I've got all of the allergies, yeah. so <laughs> you probably should have been stabbing me. We also had to take a water safety course, and then we did psycho psychotropic medication training so that we can kind of learn the environment or some of the. How'd you like that training? Well, I, I shout out to you for doing it for me. How'd you like your water <laughs> training? Is yeah, yeah. Wear floaties. Yeah, you didn't learn a thing, did you? Now, while we may have helped each other out with some of our extra trainings, when it came time for the actual test, we had to do that all by ourselves. And uh, so that's just a heads up that when you do go through these courses, both you and your partner or your spouse or whomever. Um, need to both be prepared to take the test because it's not a one-person deal. Both of you have to know what you're talking about. So, you know, while I was studying, Ashley was studying her graduation walk and learning how to walk across stage and accept a diploma and shake hands. I nailed it. Did you see me strut? I did. There was quite the strut. I think everybody noticed it. It's yeah. a shame your favorite speakers were not there to see it. It really is. <laughs> it is. Uh, speaking of graduation, at the end, we had a nice graduation. We had a whole panel of people who were there to talk to us. And um, kind of congratulate us on our feat of finishing up with our pride courses. So hopefully that will give you a little bit more insight as to some of the steps that you will have to take in order to become a foster parent. Thank you so much for tuning in. And thank you, Ashley, for hanging out with us. No problem. Yeah, maybe you'll be back next week. Is there going to be more wine? Absolutely, there will be more wine. Um, next week we will talk to you about our home study, the medical inspection, and... The waiting game. Yeah. Also, I live here, so there's really nowhere else I can be. I mean, I could record it when you're not here, so there's that. Thanks so much for tuning in. Be sure to pop on over to mapsandmonograms.com to read the blog posts about our foster care journey. We'll see you next time.